actually going to be discussing the home office deduction. Now, plenty of people are very confused about the home office deduction. So doing our part here to clarify things so people can understand what it is that the home office deduction is, how do you qualify, how do you calculate it? Hi, I'm Beth Hockberger, CPA, CGMA. This channel aims to educate you on tax, tech, crypto, and finance related news. Come learn how to grow and keep your wealth. This deduction is really being used for people who file Schedule C. Okay, I'm not saying that if you've got an S corporation or some other type of entity that you can't deduct anything related to your home office, but the home office deduction very specifically is on your Schedule C. So your sole proprietors, your uh, 1099 folks, if you work on a 1099, your contractor, your single member, single owner LLCs, these are the people who are really looking at taking the home office deduction. Now, how do you qualify for this deduction? Well, there's really two pieces to it, right? Number one is you have to have exclusive use, exclusive use of part of your home that's used for business, okay? So what does that mean? Well, if you normally work from your dining room table, it's not a home office deduction, unfortunately. You need to have a part of your home that you only do office-y, business-y stuff in. It can be a bedroom. It can be a closet. I've seen home offices and closets. It can be a garage. There's many things it can be. Hell, it can even technically be um, an unattached building. It just has to be exclusively used for this purpose. So if you've got a bedroom and well, it's also a guest room and, 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 and by the way, I do some work in here sometimes, you're likely not gonna qualify and it probably won't pass an audit by the IRS. So we want exclusive and regular use. So a place where you're normally conducting business in your home. Now, you could be doing um, clerical office type work you could also see patients or customers and meet with them in some part of your home. Totally qualifies. Um, you can even use it for storage. If you've got inventory or you sell some kind of product, you can totally use that area as well. Um, and then another uh, aspect, and I don't really deal with this, but there's probably plenty of tax preparers and CPAs that work with this industry daycare facilities. Lots of people run daycares out of their homes, right? And that can be uh, qualifying for this home office deduction. Don't ask me too many questions because I don't really deal with that. Now you also have very specific expenses that qualify for the home office deduction. Okay, so it's usually things related to your home, which makes sense, it's kind of in the name. Uh, things like real estate taxes, mortgage interest, rent, uh, utilities, insurance, depreciation, repairs and maintenance, those kinds of things. Now, normally you don't get to deduct that stuff for your house, right? You don't get to um, say, oh, hey, let me depreciate my house a little bit and take that as a tax deduction. No, this is really special for having a home office, conducting business out of your home. So that's kind of cool. 
Okay, I wanted to show you where this actually ends up going on your tax return. That seemed like it maybe would be some useful information. So the first thing we're gonna look at is the Schedule C, because as I said, this is the way that the home office deduction, as it is known, is claimed. Um, I don't know, let's see, we can zoom in a little here. Don't know if it'll come through so well but I'll talk you through it. Now on a Schedule C, this is a Schedule C form, profit or loss from business, sole proprietor, like I said, you could be a 1099 uh, like contractor, you would use this form. Um, a single member LLC is treated like a sole proprietor for business purposes, so you would also use this form. If you go down here to part two, we have a bunch of expenses, right? And these are pretty common expenses businesses run into. If you keep going, there's a whole bunch of lines after that kind of general section with the specific um, items on there, you'll see 930 expenses for business use of your home. Do not report these expenses elsewhere. And it tells you that you need to use this form 8829. Well, let's go to hop over, take a look at 8829. So this is form 8829, expenses for business use of your home. It's you know, sometimes the IRS is self-explanatory, not always, but sometimes in this case they are. So there's two sections here that you really need to focus on. The first one is you need to figure out how much, what proportion of your home is used for home office. The IRS actually lets you use two methods for calculating this. One is square footage, right? If you take the square footage of your home office divided by the square footage of your entire house, that comes out to this percentage here on line three, and that's gonna be the business use percentage of your home, and we're, we can use that to calculate. The other way that you can do this calculation is to calculate the number of rooms. So if your office is one room, and you've got six rooms in your house, your office uh, home office percentage is gonna be one divided by six, and that would go here on line three. So the IRS does let you choose, and you can pick which one is more beneficial to you in your situation. Now we've got the figure your allowable deduction. Holy moly, there's a lot going on here, right? So many things, a lot of calculations. If you're going to use this, please, please, please use software or go to a tax preparer who will use software to figure this out for you because there's a lot of calculations going on. But what I did want to point out is You'll see you've got deductible mortgage interest, real estate taxes, uh, and then there's a whole bunch of craziness that goes on here with things that are beyond this video. Um, insurance, rent, repairs, maintenance, utilities, other, on and on and on and on and on. Wow, depreciation of your home. Again, this is some technical accounting stuff, so if you are trying to claim this and use the form 8829, talk to a professional, or at a minimum, use software, don't try to go this by hand. Um, and then if you have anything that's not allowed, you get to carry it over. Whew. After seeing all that, I'm gonna point something else on Schedule C. It says simplified method filers only, right? Simplified method. Well, the simplified method lets you skip this entire form, this whole crazy form here of all this stuff that you're scratching your head trying to figure out what in the world are they even talking about? you can do a very simple calculation to rate of $5 per square foot for the portion of the home used for business, maximum 300 square feet. And 
Once again, the IRS is actually pretty nice. They let you take whichever is the most beneficial amount. So you could do all the work. You could go through and pull all those numbers. They're like, what is my mortgage interest? What are my real estate taxes? What kind of repairs and maintenance do I have? What kind of insurance do I have? You can spend a lot of time going through all of that information or or you can just say, I'm gonna use a simplified method. I will tell you that the, um, the cost benefit to doing out that whole long form is generally not there. You're generally, it's faster and you get close enough to the same number from using this 8829 as you do using the simplified method, unless you've got maybe a really, really, really big home office. But in that case, you might be in a different situation. But overall, my recommendation, if you're able to claim the home office deduction, absolutely do so. There's no reason not to. Um, just make sure, you know, you do a little bit of calculations. You do need to figure out what the percentage of square footage or how many um, rooms your office is out of the total amount of your house and go claim the home office deduction. You might as well, right? The IRS lets you. It's totally legit. Save some money, save some taxes. Thank you for sticking around. I hope you learned something new. Please leave a comment, like, and subscribe to my channel if you want to continue improving your tax and financial literacy. Bye.